What's up, my confidence queens? Are you ready to feel confident as fuck? I'm your host, the confidence queen herself, Alicia Lechuga, and I am your confidence bestie. I went from trying to shrink my body in order to find happiness and approval to finally letting go of dieting, others' opinions, and inspiring hundreds of women along the way. This podcast is all about confidence, living unapologetically as yourself daily, and ultimate self-love. This is Confident as Fuck. What's up, my confidence queens? Welcome back. Today's episode is going to be with my friend Grazel. And I just wanted to pop on really quickly here before the episode starts to just let you know that this episode does have a decent amount of background noise. It might not be very noticeable to you guys, but I just did want to mention it. I'm still getting the kinks out of working with people, guests coming over and recording here and also having my dog here. So my dog, Daddy, you might hear in the background a few times, he is obsessed with Grazel, just like you guys are gonna be after you listen to this episode, but he's obsessed with her. And so having him here was a little bit difficult because he kept wanting to hang out with us, be with us, he's making noise. So if you hear us or you hear that in the background or you hear us pausing, just know that's what it is. And there is a little fat, chunky bulldog just trying to make his way over to the podcast mics. He really wants to be famous. He wants to be on this podcast so fucking bad. So I apologize for the background noise. First of all, I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. It is full of amazing takeaways, but it is in a little bit more of a relaxed style. And I'd love to hear your feedback over on Instagram at confident AF podcast. I love you guys. And let's just get into the episode. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. I am nervous. Are you? Ah! <laughs> I'm just All right. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Confident As Fuck Podcast. We are here today with my friend Grazel. Hey. I am so excited. <laughs> Did you hear daddy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have the dogs outside because they are obsessed with Grazel, so they will literally be like jumping on top of her. So we had More to put them outside. Yeah. Like I said, we're back with Grazel today, and I'm so excited to have her as a guest for you guys. Let's just give kind of like a little intro to you, mm. who you are, and um, Girl, I don't know who what I you am. do. <laughs> I know, but not, not everyone. No, Wait, I, said, I don't know don't. who I am. Listen, I'm still trying to figure um, that out. Okay, you cannot overanalyze yourself, ho. Hey, everyone. I'm Grazel. I'm an online fitness coach. I coach women get strong and fit for life. Okay, so how did you become online? Um, well, the pandemic, actually. Well, Two years ago, back in March, um, 24 Hour Fitness had to temporarily lay off a lot of their employees. And so in that process, right? <laughs> I didn't mean to hit you. Like, I was like, you're patting okay. me like good job. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I was like, dang girl, okay, hold on. We're not even in the app part yet. <laughs> but anyways, it was like months down the line. They were, you know, it just ended up being like after eight to nine months, they were just, you know, they had to let people go because I wasn't ready to go back. I didn't feel comfortable going back. I didn't have any clients that were comfortable going back. And so at that point I was already trying to figure out what was next, you know, because I was like, well, how the heck am I going to fend for myself? Like coach, not only is that like coaching is how I make money to support, you know, my life, like yeah. and our, my husband, but it's also like what fuels me. And so when that was taken away from me, like I had to, I knew, I expected like one for months already, I wasn't coaching. So I was like, really felt like one, a lot of my things that I was, that was the center of my identity, like was just gone, stripped away from yeah. me. Right. And it's not just me. A lot of people were going through all those changes. Right. The crazy part is like, I had to start thinking like, hey, what the hell do I do now? Right. Right. 
And it wasn't even, doesn't didn't take me long to figure out that I'm going to start my own business because I've always wanted to run my own business. But when you're in that, like, that, <laughs> that process of, like, you're just coming, coming in, waking up in the morning, clocking in, clocking out, going to bed, repeating the same thing, even if you have those thoughts, the process of, like, I'm going to go start my own business, yeah. you never take action because it's, like, you're in this why, cycle of, why like... Why do you think you know, because we're so busy or because we think it's just going to happen or... A lot of the... A lot of the things that I was struggling with was literally like, I'm like, if I leave, not everyone will come with me. Mm -hmm. Right. And I already committed to these clients who are committed to me. So if I leave, I feel like I'm letting them down. And I didn't want that because some of most of them didn't want to work with anyone else. If I even told told them, Hey, this is a great trainer. I want you to work with this person and I'm going this direction. Like they wouldn't, they would feel in some ways like betrayed, but also like supportive of me. Right. But it just won't work because some people don't, prefer to have me one-on-one versus like going for um, online. So that was what helped me back. But also there's just a lot of like uncertainties, right? Like who the heck wants to go from stable job? Like I'm already doing really well. Why would I leave that to go struggle? So the pandemic really pushed me out that comfort zone and I just took it. And I'm so much better. Like, honestly, my life is so much better. The amount of energy, the amount of effort I put into my clients, coaching, it's just like top tier. Like I wish I could have given this energy to my clients in the past, mm. but like working like eight to 10 hours or eight to 10 clients a day. Okay. So do you think that even though you said, and I don't want to like go too deep into it because I think it could be a whole nother podcast, but before you were, when you were saying like, okay, you did want to start your own business and you did want to eventually do what you're doing now, but you're at mm-hmm. 24 now looking at like how the pandemic had to basically like push you to do so do you think that you would have ever done it without that without the pandemic do you know like, what I mean actually take the stuff yeah would you actually it? have done it I don't know it wasn't in my mind it was early and that's why I always admire when you were like so busy running around running yeah. your husband's business right because yeah. I was like dude boss ass like that's yeah like that's I just know how much it takes and I know that it's like a lot of things that happen goes down in the back like no one knows no one knows the yeah, grind the back end to, yeah and I knew that and so when I knew that you were doing that I was like dude that's boss yeah and I remember your story you told me. Like, can you tell them the story when you when you realized that I was like, oh my God, did you guys know? Like, Leisha has run. Oh, it. Like, she she's... totally put me on blast. <laughs> I told it a and little bit. And I thought bit. that was the coolest thing, but you were like, this girl is putting me on blast. Because I was trying to, like... <laughs> I was admiring you, I was girl. Being, I was trying to be very, like, low-key. No, um, I recognize that. At 24, like, I didn't... I think I told this a little bit of it on um, IG Live today is that... Like, I wanted to be, like, I didn't want anybody to know that I was doing anything outside of, like, 24-hour fitness. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I was just trying to lay low. I was trying to be, like, just, I did not feel worthy to be there as a trainer at all. So Mm -hmm. I definitely, like, I didn't want anybody, like, noticing me. I didn't want anybody, like, drawing attention to me. So... Fuck you guys. I wish you guys could see what's actually (laughs) happening around us. The scene is cracking me up. Um... Okay, hold on. Is he still looking? I can't look. Okay, cool. He's eating, he's probably eating Mickey's bone now. (laughs) Okay, so I just wanted to be very inconspicuous, but um, I would bring my laptop to um, to 24, and because I was a new trainer, I only had, sometimes I would have like a client in the morning and a client at night, and because it was far from my house, it was like yeah. 45 minutes or so, I would stay there a lot of times and get stuff done for Renee's business. Yeah, so I was in the break room one time, like doing something for Renee's business, and Grazel asked me what I what I was doing, and... I would just told her like, oh, I'm doing something for like my husband's business. And she's like, oh, okay. She sounded like really intrigued. And I was just like, okay. Uh, and then I just kept going on doing what I'm doing. 
And then she's like, goes out, maybe trains another client or something. I don't remember how long she was gone. And then she comes back and there's a lot more people in the break room at that time. And she's like, um, announcing <laughs> to the whole fucking break room. I'm like, who is this girl? And she's like, oh, did you guys know she does X, Y, and Z for her husband's business? That's what she's working on right now. And I'm like, me trying to like blend in nothing i am so sorry like literally the whole time i was just hyped like i was admiring you i was like dude that is dope as hell and then you were just like girl uh uh-uh i don't want this i was just like yeah that is what i do and everyone else i think maybe like like wasn't as hyped as you obviously and everyone was kind of like okay like you know and i'm just like yeah like crazy yeah so that's where we met is at 24 hour fitness but then whenever the pandemic happened we actually got a lot closer because mm-hmm. even though i wasn't working there and i hadn't worked there actually for a while we got a lot closer because so i hadn't been working there for a long time anyway but the pandemic happened it was a, it was a while after the pandemic and then yeah. um grazel hit me up like on instagram and we had always still been like instagram friends or whatever but she was like oh, I just wanted to like say how much I really admire what you're doing on um, social media and like the courage and the effort and the work that you do to go into like YouTube videos and like just Instagram in general, I think, and just mm-hmm. social media in general is what I mean. But yeah. she was like, because you were starting to do it at that time, just yeah. barely. And she, I, you had done other YouTube stuff before and stuff right. like that, but she was just like, oh, it, I know how much work it takes. And so like, much. it's... I just want to say like how much I, uh, not appreciate. What is the word I'm looking for? Admire. Admire. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's dope that you're doing that. That's cool. Cause it's like, you know, much of it is not shown in like the behind the scenes are never shown to anyone else. And people just think that you go from like here to there. And it's like, no, there's all these things that goes behind this one production. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, just like this. Yeah. Like exactly. When we got in here, she's like, Oh, this is a whole fucking production. Like I'm like, Oh, I'm going to record on this camera and this right, camera, exactly. set up this yeah. and that. And like, <laughs> all of the my dog thing. is barking. We're blocking his yeah. entrance with a chair. Like, but the byproduct, like the product, the end product is just literally just the podcast. Right. But unless you're aware, you don't really recognize like how much stuff. And yeah. so I've always known that there was a lot that goes on into it. But until I did it, I was like, oh my goodness. And so the top of mind person that I had was you. I was like, I'm going to hit up. Like, I, I was hesitating because I was like, I'm going to come out of the woodwork and just hit her up out of nowhere and just talk about how all this other stuff. But that's what stuck out to me. I was yeah. like, I want to reach out to Alicia because I feel like she could... And I actually talked to Justin about this. I was like, X, Y, and Z. Like, I'm starting my own business. And I'm like, da, da, da. And I was like, you know who I've been thinking about? And he was like, who? I was like, Alicia. But I was like, have you seen her? Have you talked to her? And he was like, no, actually, I haven't. And I was like, well, you should reach out to her. I'm like, okay. But that was my confirmation. It was yeah. when Justin said, yeah, just reach out to her. Why yeah. not? Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> Imagine if so, you didn't. I know. That would have been so this crazy. This whole year would have been like nuts. Doing it all by myself. Like I had, like literally our Voxers are like life saving. Yeah. Like, that's, that has been like just getting me through a lot of those days. You it, know what I mean? It's essential. Like having yeah. somebody there that is in your same like area of yes like that, that same expertise like that gets I don't it. ever have to like explain to you like hey this is what I'm doing and then I have to like kind of explain everything yeah because that's how it would be with Justin because yeah. he doesn't understand like half of the stuff that I'm trying to right. do but you're in that space so it's like I can just say something and you'll get exactly what I'm talking yeah. about without having to spend the energy to like 
explain yeah. back and forth like yeah. all that stuff. So that was really, really freaking helpful. I mean, you yeah, know. I think that was like, I didn't realize how helpful that was until, cause I've been like, you guys know, I have talked about this for a long, a lot of times. I mean, when I was in Dallas and like doing, trying to do social media there, then yeah. here, like I never really had anybody in that was also trying to do that. Like no yeah. one was doing that. Yeah. And it seemed like everyone was doing it, but no one that I knew, you know? Exactly. And so exactly. I was it like... It seems like everyone's doing it, but no one you know. No one you and know. When I did, like, have Grazel and Michelle, who are both on social media, like, as their job, I was like, oh my God, I didn't even realize how much I was missing because I was all explaining all this stuff, <laughs> but I was explaining it to Renee. And, yeah. like, even though it's like, yeah, your partner can give you as much as they can, like, they don't, like you said, they don't fully understand. Just like I'm right. not going to fully understand how his truck runs. Right, exactly. Or what, what the struggles are for his day-to-day. Right. Yeah. Like, I can empathize, but I'm not going to really, like, get it. So, yeah. Okay, so let's... That's how we met. That's where we are now. That's how we reconnected. <laughs> um, and I'm so glad that we did. Um, but now I want to actually go into our little weekly wins and weekly faves. Ooh. And then we'll kind of get into um, Grazel's um, topic that she wanted to talk about, which I think you guys are really going to like. So... Okay, I'll go first with a weekly win and yes. weekly fave. You already know kind of what it's about. My weekly fave and weekly win actually like go hand in hand. So I've been watching the Kanye documentary. Have you okay. watched it? No, not yet. Okay, so it's like a three-part thing on Netflix. It's just really freaking interesting because you see somebody... I liked Kanye always, but okay. not... I didn't really know too much about before uh, the graduation. Okay. okay. When I would like turn it on and started watching it, I was like, oh my God. And I... Like, the amount of times that he got knocked down, the amount of times that he got told no, the amount of times that he took an L, the amount of times that he had to persevere past, it was like struggle upon struggle upon struggle yeah. upon closed door, yeah. like, mm -hmm. no budget, like, all these things, right? And it just showed me how, like... Did you it's finish three, it? Did well, finish I'm it? 45 minutes left of the last okay. one. Okay, okay, gotcha. But it, um, it really just showed me how, like, everyone talks about how Kanye has, like, is arrogant... Mm -hmm. um, full of himself, all that stuff. But, and I'm not saying that I'm saying, oh, he's not that way, but especially in the earlier, the first two, um, episodes, he isn't arrogant. He's more super confident. Mm -hmm. Um, of course he didn't have, and he had nothing to base that on, like nobody else's validation to base that on. Right. I think maybe when, um, other people came in and gave him a lot of validation, then that's obviously when maybe he became more arrogant, okay. more than confident. But it really just showed me how much that confidence is so, like, it's so important because I feel like so many people would have taken all those, like, closed doors or um, losses yeah. or struggles as, like, hey, maybe this isn't what I'm mm -hmm. supposed to be doing or this isn't the path. But to continue, even, like, after all those things, you have to have a lot of fucking confidence yeah, exactly. in yourself and your whatever you're doing. Yeah. That it's the right thing for you. So that documentary was, like, really, really good for me to watch this week because it also showed me, in the documentary, if you watch him in his interviews, when people, like, compliment him, he takes it, like, almost, like, neutrally. Like, he takes it, like, like yeah, I already knew that. And it's very, mm -hmm. like... 
able to accept the compliment, not, you don't see him like shying away from a compliment, but you also don't see him, especially in the beginning being like, Like oh, fuck yeah, of course I knew that. You know, he just takes it and It's almost like, you're telling me something I already know. Yes, and it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. And that brings me to my weekly win, which is, I listened back to last week's episode. um, And when I listened to it, I was like, fuck, like that is a good ass episode. Like, like there is some good takeaways in there. Like the quality of the audio sounds good. Like everything, it just made me like, okay, fuck yeah. Like this is a good product that I Mm -hmm. put out that I want, like I was excited to talk about. Right. And I was like, Ooh, do I feel like Kanye right now? (laughs) Like I am like Kanye. Like (laughs) I was like thinking, I was like, dude, I'm actually really able to like accept that I'm like good at this that I gave great advice. Like I'm able to accept that I am good at something. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I mean, even listening to it, like I, I hear you every day on my Voxer, but when I was listening to like the first episode versus like the last one, even the one you um, released today, this week, it just seems like each time it just gets like the flow just gets better and better, yeah. you know, it's, and it's like easier every time. Yes, exactly. That's like with anything though. Like it gets easier the more that you do it. Like the things that are hard for us, we typically don't continue to do. Mm -hmm. And so they don't become easier. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So how are you going to get good? Yeah. I mean, if you shut down every time, if Kanye shut down every time, are we going to get what we got from him over the last like, you know, decade? Yeah. It's like that, that TikTok or that real sound that's like practice. But how'd oh, you yeah. get so good? And then how'd you do it? Practice, practice, practice. Yeah, you would be if you just go and practice. Exactly. Like, like yeah, motherfucker, just practice it. Like, yeah. that's all it is. Oh my gosh. That's the difference, though, between the people who are wishing to be X, Y, and Z and the people who are the X, Y, and Zs. Like, it's because they put in the work. They put in, no matter if it was ugly, no matter if it was a failure, they showed up and just did it regardless. Yeah. That's the difference, like, between the, per- you know what I yeah. mean? Because if you never take... showing yeah. up, yeah. It's like, you don't have to show up perfect every time. In fact, you sh- you're not going to... Yeah. Most of the time, you're not going to feel 100%. You're not going to... There's no way. Yeah. But you just have to keep showing up. And over time, it gets easier. Over time, you figure out what works and what doesn't. You adjust on the fly and bam. Yeah. Blink and somehow you're somewhere different. What is that phrase you always say? What? Bling, bling, bloom. Something like that. I don't What know. is it? I don't know. You just said bing, it yesterday. Bing, bang, boom. Bing, bang, boom. I don't know. What do I say? You just said it. I told you, I don't even know myself, girl. I surprise myself every day. <laughs> yes, you do. Oh, my God. I bing, boom, kablam. I don't know. That's it. Yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs> What is your oh weekly win and weekly fave? I will start with my fave. Okay. I went to Viore and went shopping for new outfits <gasps> and I bought something that I normally wouldn't buy because it's a crop top piece. Um, it's a long sleeve. <laughs> Okay, you guys. We're gonna. You're gonna learn more, more about this crop top. I don't do like you know crop tops. Like I just feel like belly out is not for G. Like you know, it's just always been like nah, girl. Belly out. That's no. not like you know like <laughs> on my best days. Even then, I'm like covered up. But um, <laughs> but I bought some because I was like you know I when I go shopping I hate trying on clothes. Like I'd rather go home try it on and then return yeah, it if yeah. I don't freaking like it. I just hate the process of going in there. So I typically go to stores that I already know and familiar with. The 
the sizing. The sizing, yeah. the, the fit or whatever. So I was shopping through the rack, found um, this really soft, uh, it's called Restore Crop. And I was like, you know, I don't do crop tops, but I want to try it on. Girl, when I put this outfit together Ooh. with their new pants that they have, I was like, oh my God, it's giving snatched Ooh. it's giving like you know like yeah. i was like you're feeling yourself what? like yeah, yeah. In, the, in the in the fitting room I'm like just okay cool so i was like okay whatever i'm gonna you know wash it that same day next day wore it went to the gym trained my client came home went and just did my whole thing and i like caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror and i was shooketh at how good i look wearing <laughs> a crop yes because i've always thought yes, like i look you know like winnie the pooh <laughs> I always Literally, like did not like, want to picture yourself like yeah I just <laughs> I just picture like belly out like you know because it's like I my stomach is not always flat I look great in the morning like but as soon as I start eating it's like <laughs> what happened but I was like really self conscious about looking like Winnie the Pooh with crop tops like I just and I just never felt like confident wearing crop tops and so that's my that product is my favorite oh yeah um but also that's my win because. I went out in public, like in a gym space, like in wearing front of it. clients, like wearing it. And also I wore the other color that I bought yesterday running errands. Yeah. And like no one even like gave me any different vibe. Like people were just kind of like, hey, how's it going? Like super nice. Wasn't really like what I feared when I was a teenager. Like that, like, you know, girls snickering and like, ha ha ha, she's like fat. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, it's funny because I always assume that people know I'm a trainer. So people know that, hey, like, she's too fat to be a trainer. Like, she's too uh, chubby or whatever to be a trainer, right? (laughs) And it's uh like, first of all, even if, right? Like, I'm strong as hell. Like, don't get me twisted. (laughs) But it's like, but there's always that, like, you know, in all seriousness, that is in the back of my head. Like, I'm so, so self-conscious about it because I'm operating in, like, everyone knows I'm a trainer. And I don't truly believe that I should look like this as a trainer. So I showed up differently. But it was like I spent the last year and a half just kind of like unfolding that. And thank God, like I've been surrounding myself with amazing people in my life, like social media, in person, all of that, who are just giving me the validation to know that, hey, like your worth is not tied up to yeah. how you look. And just because you're a trainer doesn't mean that you have to look like a, a certain stick way or a certain way or yeah. whatever. Right. Nothing wrong with people who are thin, but it's just like I can't keep making myself. Smaller. It doesn't have to be tied up to your worth yeah. as, and, and your job, your yeah. job's worth. And exactly. As, so that's been, yeah, yeah <laughs> like, no, but that's, that's been my big win and my big, uh, my favorite for the week. It's just like buying it and feeling so good in my clothes. And like, we talked about this pre like last week yeah. where it's like, I've always looked, loved the way I looked in the mirror in the morning when I'm hardly wearing anything. Right. But it's when I start wearing my clothes, I'm just, like, oh, noticing yeah. love handles, like, little muffin tops, yeah. like, bra, whatever, right? Like, it's, like, spilling. But it's literally all my old clothes. Like, I, it's it's wearing super tight clothes that doesn't fit me anymore. So, it's, like, all hugging in the wrong places. Yeah. And I'm just kind of... But it's a mental thing, right? Yeah. You see and you're just, like, oh, that doesn't look quite right. Right. Like, I told you, I was, like, it wasn't even my body. It was, it was the clothes I was wearing. So, that's why I even showed up to Viore and just bought a bunch of new stuff and like tried on different sizes to make sure the one that I got actually didn't fit. Yeah. It fit and it looked good. Yeah. So it was like, no fine. matter what the like tag said. Right. right? Exactly. Yeah. Girl, like sometimes I like one of their pants, I'm a size small. I was confused when the girl said, let me grab you a small. I said, sweetheart, I am not a small. Like, no, no. <laughs> I was like, skirt. <laughs> I was like, bless, bless your soul. I was like, <laughs> I 
was like, bless your soul. This is not a small, okay? I was like, no, no, no. But she was so determined and she was right. But, you know, I wouldn't have never grabbed a yeah. size small in any kind of pants. Yeah. Like, I would not. I would probably would have sized up, if anything. So, yeah. that was really surprising. And it just, you know, you've always talked about it. Like, the size, the tags don't matter because everyone, the sizes are different across all brands. It makes literally no sense. Like, all the styles. sizing. Yeah. Like, we attach, just like I was talking about last week with food mm-hmm. and, like, all that stuff and, like, our self-worth. Right. We also attach, like, how fit we are at the time or yeah. how good we're doing on our diet. Also, like... But to um, sizing, but <laughs> she's touching my hands under the table. I keep hitting her. I need to talk with my hands. So, <laughs> um, like, why are we letting something that's variable yeah. across every brand, yeah, be determining that? Like, determining how point. we feel that day or how you know we don't feel that day. Like, I think all of us have been in that position where yeah. you were saying, like, in the fitting room you felt great, but we've also, mm-hmm. I think we've all been in the fitting room feeling. Like, not so fucking great, mm-hmm. you know? For a couple of years now, like, I've hated going shopping. Like, I just didn't like, like, you know, shopping for hours and then going in a dressing room and literally, like, out of, like, 50 outfits, I can only come out with one or two. And I then love. you're, like, sweating. Yeah, and, and it's, like, like, a whole mission. And so it was frustrating. And I think over time it built up because I would, um, I would go, I would try on clothes, I would pick the ones that I think is my size, and then I'd go in the fitting room and they don't work. They just That's do the not worst. work. So it's like, it just feels like crap. So I just would, now I would just, I would just live in my clothes that are obviously the um, gym wear because yeah. I just already know how my clothes are going to fit with that. Yeah. You know? And so I it's just. It's like you don't even have to be disappointed because yeah. you already know that that's going to mm-hmm. fit a certain way. So I, like I usually, once I find staple pieces, I would get it. Um, I would get like two of it each or whatever and get different colors. It actually is going to tie into her story that we want to talk about. So I'm actually glad that you kind of like brought that up. We're going to have her weekly fave. I'll have it linked on Instagram for you guys. So not only just the brand that she said, but also the actual shirt I'll have linked. And um, it'll also be in the show notes. But if you guys aren't following on Instagram, you can follow at Confident AF Podcast. And we'll also have um, Grazel linked, obviously, in the show notes and on Instagram. So... Grayson and I met up last week because we're both so busy and like doing our own thing. We live a little bit, um, like 30, 40 minutes apart that we were like, we haven't seen each other actually since Mm -hmm. we went on a trip with, um, Michelle, who's been on the podcast before we all went on a trip together and we haven't seen each other since, which was last year. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was literally, yeah. Last year. I think it was like in October, right? Yeah. Cause it was eight, eight. 10, 18, I don't know. Anyways. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Too long for us not to really see each other. Um, so when I was getting the podcast ready and I wanted her to be a guest, I was like, let's meet up like before so that we can like get our little chit chat out. <laughs> and still. And uh, like, still. And still just like, because I already know like we're going to talk forever. <laughs> Even though we talk pretty much like yeah. multiple times a week, I'm like, let's just meet up in person. So we met up last week and when I tell you guys, like, when she was telling me the story, I was, like, furiously typing because I was, like, fuck, like, I wish I, I, I'm, like, I am not recording this, but, like, I want all of this to be on the podcast, mm-hmm. but the biggest thing um, is, like, I don't even know why I said the biggest thing. <laughs> Sometimes I do that. I'm, like, bitch, are you thinking before don't you're talking? Worry. Like, the words are just, bleh, like, no. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, so we talked forever. We, she told me the story. I was furiously typing all of this shit down. And I'm really excited for you guys to get into her story. She's already touched on it a little bit, but this is actually a story from that Solvang trip. So um, let's just fucking get into it. You didn't remember oh, that? Oh, oh. You said, oh, that's oh. right. <laughs> See, like, those memories are, like, so traumatic. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's not. No. It's not. Okay. So, okay, so we took a girl's trip to Solving with Michelle. Um, and, well, girl, you guys, as I mentioned, I don't, I haven't been enjoying shopping. And, like, over the pandemic, I don't, no one knows this, but I slipped into a depression. Like, that's not, mo- the people are close in my life knew that, but I was uh, suffering from, a mild depression. It was not diagnosed, okay? But I do have close friends who I talk to that are licensed therapists, and there's the one that's like, yeah, if judging from what you're saying, I would potentially, yeah, if I had to diagnose, it would have been a mild depression. I was yeah. like, okay, cool. Um, so, <laughs> anyway, really your reaction, like, okay, no, it's not. Cool. It's, it wasn't, but I was like, yeah, I would, I would like, assume, okay. and that was the second time I experienced that in my life. Yes. The second, the first time was in sophomore year of my college year. Like, I had gained 25 pounds. I never, I didn't want to socialize. I was doing all kinds of things. Like, I was drinking all the time. I was eating till whatever. I was like, it was just, just not taking care of myself. Right. And, like, my grades shows because I was right. literally showing up to class, like, buzzed. Yeah. And I lived on campus. So, it's like, who's going to stop me? Yeah. So, <laughs> no. It was really, to- it was a toxic time. Bad and, like, girl, I don't bad even girl, know. Bad girl, girl. Hey. I'll tell you. <laughs> like, just terrible. But, like, it's, that is... What that was the first time that happened. The second time was this pandemic. Like at first, like the first couple of weeks, I was great. I was going out, working out every day, doing my thing. And then like when it finally like kicked in that I wasn't working anymore, I wasn't coaching my clients. My co- clients were he- reaching out to me like, "Hey, what's going on? Like, when's the gym gonna open up?" They're going crazy because yeah. I can't work out. That was like part of what saved them. And now they don't have that. And I feel in like I know I'm not supposed to, but I feel responsible for that. Right. You know because it's like. I feel I'm committed to my client and their journey. That's just how I am. Yeah. I, it's hard for me to like go train someone and not care about what they're doing. And you know yeah, what I mean? I course. always want them to be able to like improve the quality of their life, whatever. So anyways, I'm going on a tangent, but <laughs> as always, right. I had gained a lot of weight, like over the pandemic. Right. And so didn't really want to go shopping. Didn't really want to spend my money on buying new clothes. Cause I was like, I'm going to go back to my old sites. It's fine. Like I'll just, you know, push it through. Right. Um, well, that never happened. And so when I got invited to this girl's trip, like I had no office. I probably had one or two that was like in the bag. I'm a little cute, but in between, I didn't have anything. And I brought a lot of long sleeve clothes, but it was hot as hell and solving. <laughs> it was. It I was, was hot as hell. Not that we expected no, that, but we I didn't. was like, oh crap. And so then, bless her heart, Michelle was over here throwing clothes at me, like, here, try this, try this. And I'm looking, I say, this is a shirt. I'm telling her, I was like, because I. <laughs> I put on like this t-shirt that I considered a crop top, okay? And um, I had on jeans and combat boots or whatever the heck I had on, but I was it was giving like major like masculine vibes. And yeah. I was like, girl, this is not the vibe for me right now. I need this, I need this fix. So I was asking Michelle, I was like, do you have an extra outfit? And she was like, oh, I have this crop. I was like, cool. And then she gives it to me and I said, girl, are you serious? Well, it, it was like a, a sports, sports bra. bra. Yeah. I was like, uh, 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 like you, this is it. Where's the rest of it? I was panicking. I was like, oh shit. Like, I can't wear what I have on. I look like a dude with the outfit that I, I put on together because I was not expecting <laughs> to, like, literally, it's, yeah. I, I don't want to say the L word, but you know, I was given that 
vibe. I was like, I can't be on a girl's oh trip looking like this. They're going to think like It just oh, wasn't just the cannot. vibe that you were trying to like to give. Not, but like, because it was, I was being so self-conscious. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And I didn't have clothes because I didn't go shopping. I didn't want to. I was yeah. like, why waste my money on that, right? It's such a ter- terrible mindset. But like... Uh, <laughs> So finally, right, Michelle's giving me this stuff. And I think Alicia and Michelle probably didn't recognize it, but I was having a full-blown, like, panic attack. But I was, like, talking myself through it. Like, all right, it's okay. It's okay. Like, what other options do you got? Like, do you have? You have no option. You're going to wear this. It's going to be all right. Ask them for feedback. Like, that's what I... Talking about the crop top. Yeah, right. And I put it on. I put the outfit on. Sure enough, right, I'm picking apart my body. And, like, we were taking photos, and I was, like, literally sucking in every single thing I could. I was like... (laughs) <laughs> you know, but it was still like, I was still in that process of like taking care of my body. I wasn't fully like, you know, anyways, we were walking. I was scared as hell, by the way, in that process. I was like, shit, but we're well, doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. It's like the office thing. Oh my God. It's happening. It's happening. Like I'm going to wear, I'm going to walk around with a crop top with on. A crop top. Mind you, we're changing in the car of the yeah, parking lot, by that's the what way. I was gonna this say. is the funniest thing. I don't mind changing into like, on and off but it was like the process of us walking in downtown in front of everybody because we were by ourselves up there yeah we were like we our room wasn't ready so we were outside like changing in basically in the car yeah no i mean not a lot of people around or anything but um it was like hot Mm -hmm. we were obviously in a car so we're like trying to find things and like whatever so it's already a little bit like more stressful and i looked so you I think you didn't know if I noticed or not, but I definitely, like, I felt that panic mm-hmm. of, like, oh, my God, I'm going to be the fat friend or I'm going to be the person that looked, that didn't pack the right clothes for this trip. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look, like, everyone else is going to look really cute and I'm going to look, like, frumpy or, like, masculine or, like, whatever, you know? Like, you yeah. think you're going to look worse than everybody else. Yeah. I think everyone's felt that, but I was just, like, oh, my God. Like, I know she's going through it right now. And Michelle was already, like, Michelle was already on it. She was like, oh, try this. Try that. Like, yeah. just very high energy. She wasn't even energy. tripping. Like, she no. was like, just, which was perfect, like, to It kind was of, perfect. Yeah, because I needed that push, but I also, like, yeah. needed a moment to, like, process, like, And, like, okay. collect yourself, yeah. Because I was, like, set, I was going to be like, okay, like, do I just settle for what I'm looking for? Right. But then I, like, literally looked at Michelle, because I think you were in the bathroom at that time. I looked at her, and I said, how is this, like, this is not, it's giving, like, L vibes. Yeah. And she was like, girl, yeah. And so she was, like, looking through her stuff. Right. And luckily, she packed enough clothes to let yeah. me borrow some. But, like, you know, and this is when we got to talk about, like, the crop top. Like, my idea of a crop top is, like... Oh, yeah. yeah. Is like, she goes... Oh, my God. She's like, well, I had this crop top. And then she <laughs> comes from behind the door of the car. Because I think I was already ready. And uh, Michelle was, like, ready pretty much. And she comes behind the from the behind the door of the car. And it's literally a full-length fucking shirt. Like, it, was it is not, all the way... It was, like, a little bit, it was, like, shorter... It was, it was de- basically all the way it, to her jeans. But I literally told them, if I raise my arm up, it's going to show my belly. That's a crop. That's a crop. I mean, it was cropped <laughs> at, in the fact that it wasn't, like, all the way to, full, yeah. like, full length to your Yeah, but it's not, butt, like, it's but not a I mean, crop crop. It was, like, a very shy but crop. <laughs> yeah. Literally, me and uh, Michelle were like, that's not a crop top. Like, what are you talking about? And she's like, well, yeah, uh, I just had this. And then we're like, that's when we were like kind of both look at I think she could tell because basically what happened is she basically came out for the approval of her friends for we could either go one of two ways we could be like yes bitch you got it Mm -hmm. just wear it rock it no one's gonna say shit which also could have been fine yeah right exactly 
But I immediately when she asked us, I don't think either of us could really hide our face. And it's not like it was that bad, guys. <laughs> it wasn't like it was like, oh my God, it's the worst outfit she's ever put on or anything. But we were just kind of like, oh, like, we were like, oh, that's what, it was like, really casual. It was like, very it was casual, so casual. And it was like, like you're wearing a dress that was so colorful and vibrant. Yeah. And then like, which also was uncomfortable for me, by the way. Exactly. See, like, like that. But I was trip. like, you're pushing yourself out of this comfort zone, bitch. So you better. You called yourself go. Dorothy that day, I think. Did and I? I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, well, where else am I gonna wear it? Yeah, that's you were what like, I, I think state. this is the best time. And you kept calling yourself Dorothy, and I was dying because I was like, imagine <laughs> this little girl, and I'm like, it's perfect because we're insulting. <laughs> like, it's so appropriate. That's why I was like, <laughs> where else am I gonna wear this shit? Yeah, you know, like yeah. this is the only place I'm gonna but get to wear it. That so. outfit that I, ha- I can't, I don't remember what shoes I was wearing. Probably like Converse or something. Something like, like, about the Something, shoes too threw the it sh- off the shoes was the one that was messing it up it just was just all bad like it was just terrible like you know <laughs> like I said, lesson, you go the, like yeah oh yeah you look great and like just yeah. rock it and okay but look, michelle had an outfit so we were yeah. or a shirt so that's why we were like and she had you had different shoes right so she could read it on our faces like oh like um i'm not having like <laughs> It's just off, so let's just, yeah. like, but let's try to fix it. And that's when yeah. I saw her kind of, like, okay, like, I'm not, like, she wasn't feeling herself. And I'm, in the same, like, breath, I always, like, pictured you from being at, or not pictured, but, like, I saw you as someone who was super confident, mm-hmm. very sure of themselves, mm-hmm. very, like, doesn't take shit. And so when I saw you in that like vulnerable state and like, oh, she just like not feeling good about this. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she's not like, like she's not like what she packed isn't working for her. Like yeah. I was like, whoa, like it was surprising to me, but not in a way that I was like, oh, like what the fuck? She's not who I thought she was more mm-hmm. like, wow. Like even someone who I perceive as very confident, has a lot of their stuff together and like is always like boss bitch vibes like sometimes mm-hmm. they still yeah aren't feeling it yeah. like i just that was really um yeah. refreshing and that's why i was just like it was that was one of those momentous moments that we had but downtown with everyone looking at me like when i knew that i just like felt like some type of way but girl this is what the greatest part is we're walking downtown and the eyes that i was catching from other girls weren't like condescending they were kind of looking at me and like they looked at us like we took up all the air in the freaking yeah, cause we did. sidewalk. And we did. <laughs> <laughs> and I did, bitch. Listen, like our energy was so high that day. I was like, woohoo. So it's like no one even like when they looked at us, they were looking at us like, look at these bad bitches. Like, like that, they're having fun. Like, like what yeah. I was so worried about, the looks that I would get, like that, like the snickering, laughing, that wasn't it. Like if anything, I yeah. walked eyes with this like two girls. They were probably like 10 years younger than us, but they were like looking at us like, oh my God, like. And then just kind of mind their own. Like, yeah. that was it. Yeah. yeah. And, like... It wasn't as big of a deal I, as yes. you expected it to In be. In my head. Yeah. And I think I felt so um, ready. Like, I was, you know, as I'm changing, I'm like, we're doing it. We're doing it. It's good. Like, this is happening. Let it be. Like, you know. And it felt even easier to do because you guys were both there. I think yeah. I would have talked yeah, myself sure. out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was like... You and Michelle were really great at tag teaming because, like, you would step back and be like, I'm going to let her process this. Yeah. But then Michelle was like, no, just wear it, dude. It looks cute. Like, it's fine. Like, da-da-da-da-da. And she was even throwing a bunch of other outfits on me. I'm like, no, it's not going to work. Internally, definitely I was tripping out in that moment. Like, it was crazy that I even, like, did it. And, like, I didn't die. And that's what my... <laughs> exactly. 
my like, friend. Like, nothing fucking happened. Yeah. Like, and that's the crazy part. Like, we went to a, a wine bar after, and I was, like, slouched out like this. <laughs> wine tasting, like, you know? Like, I'm, I'm sure, like, I did not look my best, but I wasn't going to sit there and be uncomfortable, like, For what? what? Doing what? And, like, you know, it's just, like, it's this crazy pressure you put yourself. Like, I think as women, like, we all see it everywhere, right? Like, the people who get the most attention, the most, mm-hmm. like, um, not just attention, but, like, they, if you look the right way, you are credible in a sense. And the it's right like, way, yeah. The right way. Yeah. Exactly. Quote, unquote, yeah. right? So, it's, like, because I know that I did not look like that, I was, like, well, what what now you know and it was like it's a it's a battle of like well i'm not gonna wear that because people are gonna make fun of me and i don't want to be made fun of and because i i if some if i catch somebody like you know like making fun of me if they even dare to do it in my face i'll pop off and that's just <laughs> like that the other side of me would come out and that's not like you know like i'm one of those people that typically like even if I'm not wearing a crop top, even if I'm just walking around, I don't like people staring at me. Period. Right. Yeah. Because where I come from, like where I come from, I, <laughs> I'm really like where I'm, where I'm from, from, bitch. We don't do but that. Like, you know, like I spent a couple, of, like what, what, oh five to, uh, I don't know, like t- Jesus, I can't even do math. But from middle school to high school, I was in the Bay Area. Yeah. And in the Bay Area, if you stare at someone a little too long, like, you want problems, pretty much. And so it's like, you just don't. Like, make eye contact. You know what I'm saying? Just don't. Just fucking don't look at, at me. me. Like, so it's like, I've never really, like, wanted... I just don't like that stuff. So I usually, like, back in the day, I would people would look at me in SoCal. And, like, a little too long. And I don't know what the hell they're thinking when they're looking at me, right? But I would just mug them, like, what the hell? Do you, you have a problem? The angry energy. Yeah, yes. It was like, bitch, don't look at me. Yeah. <laughs> but it's but, definitely, like, now it's not even like that anymore. It's just kind of, like, I have a different perspective of what it is that people are looking at. And I just right. know that is what's acceptable and what's not acceptable back in the, uh, in the Bay Area. It's, like, completely different over here. Yeah, for sure. Where it's, like, everybody looks at you and, you know, and it's just very in your face. Hi and good morning. <laughs> you think people say that here? Huh? You think people say that hi and good morning here? All the time in oh, Irvine. Bitch. Are you kidding? Oh, maybe in Irvine. Oh, definitely in Irvine. Like, I was going to say that like... You, you don't even have to face me. Like the lady this morning, I'm walking bare and the lady that passed me literally went out of her way, turned and looked at me. I was like, good morning. Oh, that's interesting because... So it's like where I'm at, at least. I'm in the suburbs. Maybe so I, I was going to say, maybe it's a difference of like Orange County versus mm. LA County but also suburb versus downtown. Right. Because yeah, yeah. I was just uh, I was just uh I just responded to Michelle's uh, story the other day where she was saying that she's I don't know if you saw this that she's like trying to smile more and she's pra- mm. trying to practice happiness. Okay. And um so she's been smiling like when she walks her dog and she said no one has smiled back at her. <laughs> and I was saying how like literally when I moved here from yeah. texas i would like smile at everyone and say hi yeah. and like yeah. good morning make eye contact yeah. here it really pisses me off but i will literally say good morning to someone and, and they will not fucking respond yeah. they will look directly at you and be like at least give me a head nod you know, something a, little, a blink little eye I mean, thing like this something but yeah i mean that's just a little uh side note but um where did that even come from? I don't from? even know. <laughs> oh, that's staring. Anyway, shifting gears. Oh well, my yeah. Gosh, so, okay. So, so you were saying, um, before we get interrupted by my dog, um, 
that when you went out, when you did change the outfit and you were just like, okay, I got to fucking do this. Like, I'm just going to, you said, well, first of all, I want to touch on two things. One, you were saying that you had to like, kind of like collect yourself and you had to say some stuff to yourself to get yourself ready to mm-hmm. go and do that. Yeah. So one of the things that was going on, the chaos of me having through, going through that panic was like literally going like, oh, shoot, like saying everything right like all the things i was worried about like they're gonna judge me i'm i don't look my best like this is so freaking stupid why didn't i just like pack the right stuff like literally going through the blame of stuff but then i remember what (laughs) my therapist friend told told me and it's like ask yourself like what's the worst and actually it wasn't just my therapist friend that told me it was also like other leaders in the world who i I listened to through podcasts Mm -hmm. or like and you know anything that i actually what's that word um consume consume and um they were just saying like everyone's so worried about like what's the um worst that could happen but like shift your perspective what's the best that could happen from this and so i was going through the motion of like everything that could happen because i always i'm literally like preparing for the worst all the time like i'm 10 steps ahead because i'm always preparing for the worst right but i've had to practice the whole mindset of like what's the best outcome out of the situation. And it was really helpful that one, you two were very encouraging about it. And you guys were just like, no, like you're fine. Don't worry about it. Like, let's just go out, like blah, blah, blah. Um, And so needless to say, we had a great time, but in that process, like that, that self-talk is so important. But I mean, like I'm giving you the cliff note version of it, but in that moment, there were so many things that was going on in my, like, cause you, I had to convince myself that I was going to change I had to convince myself that I was going to do all these things and like go out and whatever the heck. But where did you, you were, I think you were telling me when we were um, together the other day that it was not only through like, um, like podcasts and like your therapist friend, but Mm -hmm. it was for um, like OCD therapy and stuff like that. Exposure therapy. Exposure therapy. Sorry. So um, (laughs) that's, that, that goes into the whole like, what's the worst that could happen like that's one of the activities that so one of the things i have is like locking things locking right. the car so one of the activities i had to do once i got comfortable with doing the baby stuff the baby little baby things <laughs> i was supposed to leave my car unlocked and walked away from it oh it was this huge thing and like girl i'm in the suburbs like no one really it's steals fine car. it's yeah. fine so i was like i'm gonna give it a try so there has been like i tried it one time and it was very like i think i walked to like the like to the curb like from the parking lot and then i walked back and i locked it i said that was great that was great you walked away it's good we'll can practice this later yeah but um the exposure therapy that i used a lot obviously because i don't drive a lot to places anymore like i'm i'm online coaching so i don't really have to go travel but with the the locking of the door like that one i don't even do my ocd stuff anymore because as i practice it so many freaking times that now i can just go lock boom walk away before yeah. i used i used to have to like stand there lock, and like relock did, it yeah like did i lock it and check and check and it's just stupid because that happened over like the, like the pandemic made that worse right because there was just so much like you know with things overthinking yeah, yeah overthinking yeah. like yeah. all kinds of stuff and i wasn't i was never focused because i was intoxicated <laughs> Like not crazy yeah, and talking, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know, like I was buzzing. So I'm just like, well, did, did I turn it off? Did I lock it? Yeah. You're second so, guessing yourself more. So I took that practice of exposure therapy yeah. into what happened. And I used the thought process of like, um, what's the worst that could happen? What's the best thing that could happen? And it's like, cause you know, the same energy you put into like, oh my God, like 
these are the, all the bad things that can happen. And yeah, I need you to come up with the, with, with the same energy and ask yourself, yeah. like, what's the best outcome out of this situation? With the same energy. That's yeah. key. Like we give so much focus onto that negative of like, oh my God, the world is going to cry. Like, yeah, but like, what if it doesn't? Yeah. Like you're okay. But what if you're like okay. someone complimented your outfit? Yeah. You know, like, like I think what? when you told me that like exposure therapy, I was thinking about how like. I was like, that is so true because even like me going through my confidence journey, I wasn't always wearing like crop tops. Yeah. Like I was in that same position, like wearing, um, you know, full length stuff. It had to cover my stomach, like definitely like cover my arms at certain times when I was more insecure about that. Like it has to be the right cut of like Mm -hmm. the neckline, like all this stuff. Yeah. But even like wearing that dress that day. Right. I don't usually wear dresses because my thighs will rub together and I knew we were going to be walking. Yeah. And it was hot and it's hot. So I'm like, Oh fuck. Like, but I was like, where else am I going to fucking wear this? Right. Yeah. You just have to actually like do it because if you don't ever, like if you were never doing that exposure therapy with, um, for your OCD and for locking things, right. Then how would you ever know how it felt not to do it? Yeah. Not to lock it a thousand times. Exactly. Right? Yeah. How would you ever know what it felt like to wear the crop top if you never fucking did it? And even after that trip, I have this like um, sports bra that has like a kind of like it's a crop top, but it's a built in sports bra. Yeah. And I would wear that around like just walking uh, my dog. I just would wear it around and just be like, okay, in the neighborhood that I live in. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, like these are the people I see all the time. Like I'm always. Like covered in your up. comfort. And I'm like slowly doing that. Yeah. Like where I was just, okay, I'm going to go on this morning walk and I'm going to start early in the morning. So it's, it's only like the really, you know, like yeah. the morning dog walkers that are out there right, right now. So that's when I, I would do that. And then I would slowly like keep doing it more often. So that's, it's just putting it literally with practice. Yeah. Practice. 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 And I think it's so good. Practice. Doing it. Yeah. And so it's, it's been crazy because it's like obviously like we wish that it would be uh like it'll just happen right away like it just fix it after one instant it doesn't yeah you have to be able to like go through it multiple times and at at times i still like go through it and then that's completely normal but it's like the the conversations that happens is different in my head now you know what i mean um well now you have like the tools to recognize oh shit like i'm doing that same thing again or like Oh, okay, when I have this thought or when I have, you know, this like feeling starts to come over me, mm-hmm. then I know like what tool I'm supposed to use yeah. to get past it. But also like what I've learned over the last few years is that if something makes you feel uncomfortable, it's scary because especially because of your fear of like just fear of anything, right? Like um, embarrassment or fear of failure, whatever. Judge. I need to lean into that. Yeah. Like I need to because... It was in those moments when I leaned into the fear that I, I noticed major breakthrough. Yeah. And not just personally, like in my business and anything that I do, it was always like when I pushed myself into the, uh, out of my comfort zone that I was able to just, I don't know, it's, it feels like an, like I evolve or I feel enlightened and, and just clear, well, you know, like gain clarity out of it. Like it's my the God, exact same for no reason that you said, like it, you don't think that if maybe if you say that, if. COVID never happened and 24 never Mm -hmm. closed down and forced you to leave and start your own business. Would you have ever done it? And you said, maybe not because it wasn't even on my mind. Yeah. Right. So it's the same thing. Because it's like, I'm choosing comfort and psychology says that like our, 
if something is unfamiliar, our brain will go ahead and try to protect us right, from that. Right, of course. Because yeah. it doesn't seem... And it's like, when I heard that, I was like, well, holy crap. Like, no wonder it's so hard for one, clients to go through the changes. Because yeah. it's so... Un- it's filled with a lot of uncertainty and it's like they're not familiar with it. So they're worried about not doing well. And it's like, yeah, but it's okay if you're not doing well. Yeah. It's okay if you mess up. In fact, like, most of the success you're going to get out of life is coming going through all those failures. I'm sorry, but it's like this... This idea that we have of like, I'm going to put in the work and it's going to just come. And it's going to be easy. No, sweetheart. Like, it's like this. It's up and downs, but all throughout that you learn and you're able to adapt and you figure out what works for you, what doesn't. You know what I mean? And as long as you're operating in alignment with your values, what you hold true to your heart, you'll always be on the right path. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Bruh. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like uh okay yeah 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 exactly but, you know but what using I mean? the, it's the same thing like using the word alignment because it's like really what you had to do in all those situations is really ask yourself like is this something that I feel is aligned to me yeah right yeah like okay I want to push past I don't want to be doing this like locking the door a hundred times right yeah. I don't want to be scared to wear a certain outfit I do want to go into business for myself right so like if the if the outcome aligns with what you want, then why not? Then why not push past some yeah. type of um, yeah struggles or hard yeah. things? Exactly. Um, okay, so I have some you quotes got? wrote down from when we were talking oh my like last time. I used to see a lot of girls that are like um, that would wear you know like very like what's that word um, revealing clothing? Oh, uh huh. In public and. Um, most people, like certain like mainstream media, would probably look at that body type and think like that is not the body that we put in magazines. Yeah. You know what I'm talking uh-huh. about? Like she shouldn't it's like, be wearing she that. She shouldn't be wearing that Ooh. because that is not for her body Do type. Not that get kind me of thing. Right, exactly. So when I used to see girls like that, my first reaction is like, my God, they're they're so brave. But not in the in the way where people's like, Oh my god, she's so brave that she sh- she wearing all that she shouldn't like be. people are probably talking shit. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not that. It's like I literally feel like they're so brave to put themselves out there to show up knowing that people are gonna talk smack. Because people do talk smack. People are just they're just people are judgmental. That's just what it is. You yeah. know? Um some people are very nice and <laughs> kind, but there are a holes out there that would just blatantly like, you know, for just lacking the, <laughs> lacking the more, what's the well, word? Well, it's actually like, they're lacking like their own self-confidence yeah, in whatever way they're projecting. Yeah. And so they like, would like, they know if they were in that body, there's yeah, no way they would do exactly. that. So they're like, oh, how so, the fuck could she do exactly. it? So when yeah. I used to see these girls like um, walking around wearing the, whatever the hell outfit they want, or like the girls who wear shorts, but like I saw their like, um, so I was like, damn, like how you out here like that? Like yeah. I'm trying to get like you. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, shit, I'm hiding. It's hot. I'm wearing pants. What the hell? I so what the hell like, am I, I doing? Yes. And it's like, what? Like, it made no sense. And so then the reason why we had that quote is because like, like I always like thought in the back of my head, like, I wish I could be like them where I'm whatever, whatever. Right. But it was like over time. I don't know what happened. I just was like, I don't got to wish. I, just, I can just be. Yeah. I can just be them. I can just start wearing whatever the hell I want. Because it's like, no matter what, it's perspective, right? If I think I'm big, like I'm in a big size, someone is looking at me like, oh, I wish I could look like you. Girl, what? Yeah. But it's like, no matter what, it's just like perspective, right? It's like, 
it's never going to be like, you're always going to see yourself different. And if you keep For comparing sure. yourself to other, you know, other people, you somehow feel like you're not enough. But when you recognize that like, you are enough and you love your body and you do all the things that are pretty much like taking care of yeah. your body and like just doing all the self-care and self-love, like. You just feel so much freer. Then who the and fuck like, cares, it doesn't honestly. matter. It, it doesn't just, matter. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter what anyone it's not says. Like, like, you're not even worried anymore yeah. about the judgment. That's yes. a really interesting thing that I didn't yeah. even think about because, yeah, a lot of times when people say like, oh, how are you like confident to wear that? Or how mm-hmm. do you like just, a lot of people will probably say for the gym, like how do you go in the weight section? Or like, right. how do you do this, that, and the other? And it's like, because like we talked, I said this in last week's episode, but like it doesn't mean anything anymore. Like what other people are thinking, yeah. like it doesn't mean anything anymore because you're yeah. so, when you become, and it doesn't have to be like, you're all the way at the end of like, right. um, this whole like feeling of like, oh, I'm so like content with myself or right. so happy with myself. You can even just give yourself just a little bit of that yeah, and say like, yeah, I am, you know, like I, Alicia, regardless of how my body looks, feels, um, is shaped, size, everything. I'm good with like me, the inside of me. And so then it, it becomes where, like you said, like anybody's thoughts, they're Mm -hmm. almost like irrelevant. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, cause it's like, like, uh, if you deep down, like you said, when people project, right. If deep down you feel like, you know, you're not worthy of X, Y, and Z, like you're not, you don't look great or like you're too this or too that or whatever, right? Whatever it is, all the negative self-talk that you're saying to yourself. If you truly believe that, when someone on the yep. outside is saying that to you, it affects you yeah. more. Because you because already believe it yourself. And it's here your comes deepest, this other darkest person. fear yeah. realized. And, val- and people are validating that uh-huh. for you. Yeah. Like the things that, the negative self-talk that you have, right? But when you evolve from that and you essentially believe yourself to be something else that doesn't align with what they're saying about you, it doesn't phase you. Yeah. You know what yep. I mean? It's kind of just like, and it feels good to he- like to hear it and not for it not to affect you. Yeah. Like there's some essence, right? Like on social media, like people will say negative things oh, yeah. to your face and it stings a little bit, but then it's just like, you just recognize that it's like, like there was an instance with me, like one of the reels that I had this person, you can tell they were just trolling. Yeah. And then even though you know that they're trolling, it's like in some essence, it's still sting to hear that. But the way that people came on and commented back at that person, one, I didn't, I really didn't even want them to give them attention because that's all right. they really want. Yeah. Right. But they were just like going off on the guy and saying all these kind of things. And I'm just like, look at these people re- ready to like fight for someone they've never met in person. Right. Because the person was coming, like was attacking my look. And just saying negative things about me. Yeah, because like, everybody's probably been in that yeah, situation. Exactly. Where, Men and women yeah. were on the comments, like defending, yeah. essentially, they're defending me. Yeah. And so it was, it was crazy to see that, but especially coming from strangers. And so you recognize it's like, you know, in the same way that if you ever value someone else's opinion like that, like negative criticisms, like, but when they give that to you, you can never take that to heart. Especially yeah. when you don't truly believe in what it is that they're saying. And two, yeah. if it's not somebody you actually can take advice from, don't take the same criticism from them to heart. Yeah, it's like taking you know? constructive criticism is one thing, right? Like, yeah. like being able to recognize like, hey, you're giving me an advice that like, mm-hmm. hey, it doesn't look 
like that that color on you is that great let's try this that's constructive criticism or like us with the crop top like you could do better like let us help you that's one thing but then like someone just coming at you like a negative they're like to the left like to the left um, (laughs) miss me with that bs (laughs) (laughs) well that's what i was gonna say is like that's why it's fucking important for people who are more like comfortable with their bodies or people who are um already like done all this work it's important as fuck for us to show up yes for the people who haven't yet like just how you were saying like how you used to look at those um girls who were out there in their shorts with their cellulite Mm -hmm. or who were you know like wearing something that you wish you could wear right you used to look at them and say like oh i wish i could be like them Mm -hmm. right but in an essence it almost like gives you like well, I, I can, like they're yeah. doing it. I can do it. Yeah. Someone else is doing it. I can do it too. So it's like, yeah. that's why it's fucking important for us to show up in exactly. those ways. Well, look at it this way. Like, what did we have as, as kids or teenagers are like idols or like our people that we like, you know, fantasize to be like. We all, I think in our generation, we grew up with a, like when the media was focused, hyper-focused on like really skinny, thin people. Like well, there's almost no like bordering social media. Anorexia. Yeah. Because like our, our magazines, I mean yeah. like tabloids and everything, yeah. that was sort of like what we saw all the time. Because there was know? nothing else, re- like that's all we had yeah. to, uh, we didn't even have like internet until, yeah. you know. We like, didn't so, really gain access to anyone else. Yeah. So that's all you have. Aside and from it's like, like celebrities. And yeah. Been, celebrities, yeah, artists, stuff like that. So yeah. it's like. When we didn't have that as growing up, you know, like, of course we don't like, yeah, we don't feel like, oh, if I have this, then I can be okay. Cause you don't see yeah. anybody else doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like human people just like to belong and feel oh, for sure. a sense of community. So it's like when sometimes you feel like in essence, like you're an outcast, it can be very scary. So you might revert back to being or choosing comfort, which sometimes can mean that you're going to conform. Yeah. And you're not necessarily that you're going to be happy to conform, but you know, but you are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think subconsciously I've always just wanted to be thinner. Um, I don't know why the heck I was choosing to try to get like how I look like freshman year of college. I don't understand why, because like that would mean that I don't have the booty that I have now. And I'm not, I'm not willing to give up my booty. I just am not like that's what like we worked hard for that <laughs> i worked hard for that i don't want you know what i mean but it's like i think that has always been my thing like i'm gonna you know work out i'm gonna eat like <laughs> nothing so that i can be thin that kind of stuff right but then there was a shift in like the small shift where i was like focusing on i love being strong yeah because i truly did like i love there's like the ego thing that kicks in when i'm uh-huh. working out like yeah. i want to be the hardest worker in the gym kind of like what the rock would say, right? And so sometimes like I'll see people and I'm like, I'm working out with my scrunchie and I look like a little girl, but it's like, yeah, don't judge because as soon as I start lifting this way, you're going to respect me. And sure enough, they do. <laughs> and a lot of times, like when older men disrespect me, when they like try to be all up in my space, don't ask me like, or just not courteous. Yeah. I'm like, go ahead, do your thing. Uh-huh. You just jumped in my stuff. Okay, that's cool. I'm going to go ahead and I literally like would just put the heaviest that I can do in that exact same workout and I'll just rip it. It's like, yeah, keep going. Keep disrespecting me. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm taking it out on the way, but I'm trying to, I, like, I hope you seeing me. So I will literally do extra steps, extra reps, just so that he has more chance to see me pulling heavy weight. 
I was like, you thought I was a little girl. You thought. <laughs> don't like, let this pink scrunchie fool you. Yeah, don't let this. Are you kidding me? This bright outfit I got on, don't let that <laughs> fool you. Like, But it's it's just how I am. But it like it feels good to be strong. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, and like lately, there's been a lot of push going into that. Oh, like, for sure. It's going definitely shifted. And you know what I mean? Because I think women are starting to realize that it's like, this body that we're trying to get into is just not ideal. Like after giving birth, having multiple kids or going through like, you know, changes in our body, like hormonally, like all that kind of stuff. Not that it's an impossible, but sometimes I think they're just like, here are the, I tell them, right? Like if this is what you're looking for, here are the trade-offs. Right, for and sure. it's like, is this yeah. something you're willing to, you know, give up for the time being to reach your goal? And a lot of times when they start looking at it, like, I don't know if I'm really could give up socializing every weekend with my family. Like yeah. that's really important yeah. to me. Okay, cool. If you can't get rid of that, let's just find a common ground. Let's like adjust your goal yeah, to, to exactly. me. And it's still where you're going to be happy regardless. Like I never yes. want my clients to feel like they have to give up something. They hold like settle their core values to them. Like what they truly value. Oh, yes. I don't want them to have to give that up for the sake of looking a certain way, especially if like they think that they're going to be happy at that certain look that they're choosing right. to do or that they're going to be you know what i mean Cause and why wouldn't they be happy yeah no why like because oh, like, they're not say- they're not spend they're not doing anything yeah. that actually makes them happy like if they have to avoid their family members but they actually are very like family oriented and that's already bad to begin with like that's just terrible like you're telling someone that they can't hang out with their family because they cannot surround to them look a certain food, way so they can look a certain way you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like, if they're big foodies, you're gonna tell them like you gotta have, you're gonna have to eat bland food for the rest of your life because like you eating out to all these little places that you go, like you just cannot do that anymore. It's like what you're ripping apart their identity. Yes. <laughs> like it's just like so that's what like and that's what I don't want to ever do with my clients. Like I, I mean like when I focus on client centered coaching, I literally mean like. You come to me, you tell me what it is that you need, what's important to you, where you're trying to get at, and let's find a plan that's, that works for you. That's and it. your life. And your life. It yeah. shouldn't have to, like, I don't think anyone should bend backwards to make fitness, like, to make fitness fit into their life. I think it should be, like, where can fitness fit into your life? In some yeah. essence, it will just already, like, trickle down in everything else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think we have it backwards where we're trying to, like, change everything that we're doing and then add in and be about this fitness life and that's great and all but it's like if you can if you can't sustain that because you truly feel miserable then there's there's that's not the right way to approach it you know there's a there's a middle ground for all of that i used to think like how many times when you were a kid or like yeah middle school high school you Mm -hmm. were thinking like dude if i could just wear like a bikini to the whatever to the to this event like i would be so happy right right or if i could just like um, you know, if I could just fit into these pair of jeans, like I would be so happy mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. So we attach this happiness to our weight. Right. But then it's like, you were saying, well, when you get there, the, what you have to do to get there and to sustain it is so like away from what actually yeah. makes you happy. Like yeah. you were saying, like yeah. whatever that may be for that person, like then you aren't happy. So that's what we mean. And when people say this online, Um, when you say like, I wasn't even happy at my skinniest or I wasn't even happy, like at my thinnest or my lowest weight, when people say that and it doesn't register to you, um, because it never registered to me before. Mm -hmm. That's what people mean. They mean that they worked so hard to get to that specific body that they had to give up so much that they were not themselves anymore. Yeah. And And they're not happy with that. They're not not happy happy with what it is. Because you were saying this too, um, 
like what you're chasing yeah is not actually there yeah like it's not attainable even when you're uh you know the most fit or the most like yeah. when you look back at pictures like everyone's done this and you look back at pictures where you thought you were like overweight or you were not doing enough or you mm-hmm. wanted to be better most of the time you look back on the pictures and you're like oh holy shit like <laughs> I wish I was there now. Yes. Because right? you're like, oh, you're shit. Like, I cannot like, believe I berated myself and talked smack about myself and thought I was all this stuff when right now, if I look at myself the way that I look now and look at the pictures yeah. before, I look better before. So what was wrong with what, yeah. I, what I looked like before? And Nothing. you are still like, so what you're chasing isn't attainable. Yeah. Like, it's not attainable for you. And so I it's think like, it's like, not when, that it's not attainable. I'm not, it's just that you're never going to be satisfied. Yeah, if you it's don't like, fix what's going on internally. You can't chase after the physical aspect. I yeah, think you there need we go. That's a better way to say deeper. it. Yeah. And I think it's like when you come up with goals specific to fitness or nutrition in any kind of sense, um, you have to set goals with the with with this in mind. I have to ask yourself, like, why? Why that goal? Like, that's the thing too. Yeah, like, the when why. I like when I get on the call with my clients, our strat- strategy call. I can never say that word. For you actually kind of got it on that strategy one. Strategy call. Yeah, that's cool. No, I that's thought we were gonna. That was the best re- one. I was gonna say we're gonna rediscover it to discovery call. <laughs> <laughs> but I you know, like it. one of the things that I touch base on with my clients, like, is really just like first they give me like their list of goals, right? But. I dig deep into like, why that goal? Why I need to understand yes. the purpose yeah. behind. I need to understand what's driving you to make that goal. Because if it's just a suggestion that was made to you, mm. I can tell you right now in a couple of weeks, you're going to drop off Yeah, and you're going to feel like crap because you didn't stick to it, but you didn't have a strong why behind why you're chasing it. You just chose a goal because it was suggested to you by, I don't know who the hell was suggested, but it could be media, <laughs> it could be whatever, whatever. Tell me who they are. I'm going to go get them. <laughs> right. Like who the heck did that? But it's just like, you have to make like choices that serves you and you have to know yourself enough to know like this is not going to work for me or this is going to work for me you know what I mean I think it's like your your the way that you're going to be successful in your fitness journey is determined by how strong the why is behind what you're doing yeah you know and that's not that's not the sexy part so no one really talks about it they just look all you really see nowadays is like people doing the work and then um, the byproduct of it, but yep. what you don't see is all the dark days that people go through, all the things that they have to navigate through. Those are not really shown. It's kind of like taboo, right? But behind all of that, at the very foundation, you have to be really like you have to sit with yourself and really ask yourself, why the hell are you doing this in the first place? Why are you, why are you setting this goal in place? What's the why? You know, because nothing even sometimes the why behind your goals is not strong enough to get you going on the days that you don't feel like doing it yeah so that's the whole topic in itself last week like I was like oh I'm gonna do it because I want to have a baby and then it's like but actually like I do want to have kids one Mm -hmm. day but at that time like when I'm trying to use that as my why like I don't see kids in my life right now. So it's yeah. not actually like motivating enough yes. for me to like change my habits. So that's yeah. what I was talking about last week is like you have to actually search like more like deeper than what you yeah. actually sometimes even think that your why is. Yeah, exactly. That's why I think um, back at 24, they when they would teach us like to sell personal training, they would oh, say God. to ask, I know, <laughs> like don't cringe, but like they would teach us to ask why, like multiple, multiple times, like why, yeah. why, 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 yeah. why, um, to get deeper and deeper with the person. So with my online business, like one of the, the driving force behind the way that I show up, um, is really just one, 
the reason why I show up so like the way that I do in social media is because someone out there needs my help. And if I don't, if I can't get myself to show up and if I shy away because I'm scared of X, Y, and Z, like I'm letting that person down. And so I keep thinking like someone out there is, is needs me to show yeah. up for social, like on social media so that they can feel inspired, that they can do the right things and just start to even just honestly, just motivate themselves in some essence. And a lot of times, like some of the people that slides into my DMS and leave me like really nice messages, I don't even notice them interacting with me in comments or in my stories, but out of nowhere, there's something that I would post and they would just feel inclined to send me a message. They're so sweet. And it's just like, they always would say things. I don't, the common thing I say is like, keep doing what you're doing. You're inspiring so many people. You don't even know it. And I'm like, yeah, I have no idea who these people are inspiring, yeah. but that's people awesome are always because watching. that's, yeah, people are always watching and like whether they interact with it or not, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. So as long as you show up as yourself and you, you know, I keep that in the back of my head. It's like, I need to show up because someone out there needs me Yeah. because in the same way that I grew up and I had different role models that I was looking up to like different, um, like celebrities that right. I was like, Oh my God, like, that's so cool. Like, <laughs> like I, <laughs> if I don't show up, what are people going to be looking at? Right. Cause right yeah. now, if you look at social media, like there's all this like picture perfect, like women on there just like literally flawless looking. And instead of it being like inspiring to other women, it sometimes just make them feel like shit to themselves. You know what I mean? But how I choose to show up as a coach and as just like me myself, is like, I want to be as authentic and give it to you real and honest. Like, I don't want to talk like this today, guys. Oh my God. No, you're not going to change how I talk for you. Like, just because it's not acceptable and it's not normalized. Like I, there's other girls out there that talk just like me who show up with the same yes. energy and I gravitate towards them. Yes. Thanks the Lord. Like, and they like, gravitate you know? towards you. Yeah. And yeah. so I did do a, like, I literally started muting a lot of people and then following a lot of people that didn't align with, with me. Yeah. Me you too. know, who, who were just like one, like doing all the, not the bad things, but like, you know, what's that word? Enabling certain behaviors and oh, just yeah. being like encouraging, encouraging or, certain um, things or like, yeah. Um, and so like one of the things that we talked about, right. Was, um, like with, oh, there's a lot of like, it's hard to tell which ones are the good coaches. Yeah, it really is. It Even is. if you have the credentials, I know coaches that have a long list of credentials and they don't give two fucks about their clients. They don't give a shit. They just, yeah, because like, it's not about credentials at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah. It's like, like credentials is a part. It's right? part of it. Yeah. But, but you as a person and what you, what your core values are reflects in the way that you run your business and the way that you treat your clients. You know what I'm yep, saying? Yep. It's one of those things where it's like, I, the way that I choose to show up, it's like, and I pride myself in doing so is always giving my client the same attention I would give someone I, that's near and dear to my heart, whether yeah. they're just brand new in the, the journey or like a lifelong loyal client, like same energy yeah. through and through. It's like treating them like family. Yeah. Giving them the, the attention that they deserve because guess what? They trusted me yeah. with their life and this journey. How amazing is that? And I've always like, for years, I've always like go to bed and I do my prayers and I always I just ask God, God, put me in the right path to, to do the right things. And one, align, like align me. I was like, make sure I'm following my purpose, whatever that is. Yeah. Set me on that path. I'm open to it. I'm willing just set me on the path. Yeah. Like, I'm just open to that, right? Because I know that there has to be. Otherwise, like, I don't know. What the hell, what's the point of doing all yeah. this? There's no purpose behind it, right? And so, because it is hard for people to decipher what are the, where are the good coaches, I choose to show up not by talking smack about other people, like, oh, this is a terrible coach, but I show them the other aspect of it. Like, this is what you kind of want to 
look for. These are like, yeah. there are coaches that are like this and you can find them here and there and everywhere. Yeah. There's not a lot of us, but most of us don't fit the, the look. Like some, some of the most amazing coaches, they just don't look like what you see the media portray. Right. They just yeah. don't. Like the yeah. most amazing coaches, they don't look like the picture perfect person that you think they are. You know what I mean? But when you show up authentically, like people can actually really sense that. Yeah. Um, so I think tapping into like authentic authenticity, excuse me, is like really a superpower because mm-hmm. if you can tap into like really being yourself and being okay with putting yourself out there yeah. and showing up on the days that you don't feel so great or you know, yeah. your hair is not done, your makeup's not done or whatever. Yeah. People resonate with that. What did I just, what did I say about our solving trip? When I saw mm-hmm. you like, oh shit, she's actually like feeling something that I've felt a million yes. times. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. Like, it made me I, more human. It made it you more, like, yeah. yeah. It's not like I was ever like, oh, Grace was a superhuman <laughs> person, but like, yeah. no, it made me feel like, oh, we're, we can connect. They're really, yes, exactly. Like, yeah. we, like that's another thing we're connecting on. And yeah. so if you're showing up that way on social media, people are going to be able to connect with you. And say like, oh, okay. Like people buy this. Okay, I'm going to get on this tangent. But people buy from feeling Mm -hmm. and from emotion. Yes. We don't always, not actually like 90% of the time I want to say, and this is not a proven fact, but (laughs) it's an Alicia fact, that we don't buy on facts. Like we don't buy on. No, everything is driven off of emotion. Yeah. So Purchasing is actually, you're saying, I think it's a psychological, I can't remember who it was that mentioned it, but people make um, like purchases and stuff like that um, off of emo- like they make decisions off of emotions, yeah. not yeah. rational. So it's like um, when I was doing the um, online training academy, like one of the things that they were talking about is like, don't even worry about listing all the benefits. They don't even know the difference between all those yeah. benefits. They only care like, cause they're really just buying the trainer. Like who, like this person, they have to feel connected to, to be able to, like, that's yeah. really what it is. Think they don't about, care about like all these apps, all these other things. Like they yeah. don't care about the feature. They care about the benefits and they care about who you are as a person. Yeah. And that's who they want to, like my client yesterday mentioned, she was like, you couldn't pay me and you could not pay me to, to go with anyone train else. With somebody train else. Somebody yeah. Else. Because she's like, no, the you're my is trainer. there. You're my family. Like that's. And the trust. Exactly. So. <laughs> Dude, that's enough said bitch i'm enough just said, done you know? i'm like okay no but it's it really is like you said like when it comes to purchasing people are making it off of emotion so it's like when you cannot tie and you cannot connect with your audience and you cannot connect with anyone right how are you expecting for anything to happen off of that yeah because not only about like people purchasing and and like i know a lot of mm-hmm. you guys probably aren't in social media and yeah. selling something on social media but this isn't only selling us as trainers or coaches it's like this is selling yourself as you yeah. like how are you supposed to fucking connect with people if you're not fucking authentic yeah if you're just the like the fuck are you get, like it's usually the fuck wants to connect all, with a fake person the quirks that that people have that makes you attracted to them like something that makes them stand out in some essence yep. and it's like that's what you drives you towards them yeah you know like yeah. cause it's like when you see someone behave the same way all throughout like Ew, just scrolling robot. through or just even seeing like you're just kind of like eh put off by it. Yeah. Especially if you already had some type of negative experience with said person, like with that type of personality. Right, like when right, you right. recognize the pattern into someone else, you, yeah. you can't even give that person a chance because you're already like, oh no, I don't like that kind of stuff. Yes. And that happens all even, the time. 
yeah, trainers. And exactly. And people so. having a negative experience. Yeah. I know. So you guys know she's going to come back. Um, just like I am, I feel like I'm going to say about all my guests, but I'm like, <laughs> these are my friends. You guys like my friends are fucking cool. <laughs> like my friends, look, you have a whole like, podcast. What? Bitch, what? That's so crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. We were just literally like, yeah, yeah, like almost a year ago. Yeah. We were talking about, yeah. I'm going to put this clip art. This is like, you were going ham on it. And it's finally here. It's finally here. But um, I just want to say, first of all, thank you so much for fucking coming. Thank but you for also, having me. I, <laughs> like, I love this stuff. I love talking to you. I love, like, this is the convos that we have day to day. And I, yeah. that's, when I envisioned the podcast, that's exactly what I envisioned. And so many people told me, I'll make this quick, I promise. But so many people told me, like, you need to make your podcast, like, searchable for SEO. You need to give them takeaways. You need mm. to, um, title it like this and you need to make sure it's in this type of minutes and <laughs> like all this shit. And like, that's not what I envisioned. I envisioned this, the yeah. combos that I have with the close people in my life that I enjoy having yes. these type of like thought provoking type of combos with. That's what the fuck I wanted to show up as because yeah. guess what? Those are the things that actually fucking change your action, yes. change your life and allow you to like start thinking in a different way. I could give you guys tips all fucking day mm -hmm. but unless you're able to think about it differently yeah there's no way that you're gonna put that into action right everyone can do that and that's all we can really hope for right it's just like when we share these experiences we're sharing all these stories it's just in the one our way to connect with you but also just giving you a different perspective into all of that and do what with that what you will yeah you know what i mean yeah because but, who the fuck would think that you as a trainer Who's always like you? You said that's your identity. Yeah. Who would ever think that you would be struggling mentally with the things that you were? You yeah. know, no one would think that. No, because like, so, who, why would you ever put yourself out there in like that in that type of light? It takes a certain type of courage to to, <laughs> to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who the heck just wants to Like, hey, by the way, guys, I had gone through this. No one wants to talk about yeah. it until you've gone through, you know what I'm saying? Like all the things that you've gone through. And oh, I forgot to tell you, one of the questions on your thing was oh, like, yeah. how are you so confident? How did you become confident? And I think it's like, of all the things that, you know, that quote that they say, it's like you survive a hundred percent of the days that of your worst days. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope like, I really, I really resonate with that one because it's true. Like I've gone through so much trauma and it's a little too dark and too deep for this podcast. Um, but we could because, get into it. Right. But like, because I got through that and yeah. I'm standing here, like, I'm like, I'm okay. I'm literally okay. Like I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm freaking great. Like that's, if I could go through all of that. I'm fine. I can make it through what I'm going yes. through right now. It's yeah. like, you know, it's like sometimes it's hard to manage to navigate the storm of like, oh my God, I'm in the worst. This is the worst thing ever. But honestly, like take a breath and just know that you're okay. And literally say that to yourself. I'm okay. It's going to be okay. Deep breath, move on. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, sure. that's where the confidence come from for me for, because it's like, no matter what you've always made it through, I'll be okay. If yeah. I fail at this project, if I, you know, embarrass myself, I do whatever. I'm going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like remembering that in the midst of yeah. things being like really intense, like a freak out type of yes. moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's Definitely. super important. But. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, well, I have to let Grazel go, but I hope you guys enjoyed Grazel's podcast. I really enjoyed having her on the pod. And of course, like I said, she's definitely going to come back, but I'm going to put up some stuff on the Instagram 
um, confident AF podcast on Instagram. You guys can follow us there and interact with it. We'll also, like I said, have her linked down below as well as, um, on my Instagram as well. You guys can go to her Instagram and check her out. Like I said, she's amazing. Um, and you guys already know that by the time we're done with this podcast, but, um, is there anything that you're promoting right now? Like my- uh, your website. Yes. Your website is finally live. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have that link down below for her. And it's finally here. Yes. It's been a long time coming and I'm so excited. So we're going to have that link down below for you. Like we said, it is gemfitness.co. I'll have that link in the show notes and also on Instagram. But other than that, is there anything going on that you want to talk about? Current things that I have going on right now, I'm accepting clients for one-on-one coaching, whether that's going to be in person, live, um, via Zoom, and then also accepting clients for remote coaching and custom programming. So if you just need a workout plan and just need someone to tailor that for you and kind of have me in the back end, I'm there for that. Awesome. And all that can be found on her website. That'll be linked, like I said. The link is in my bio. Okay, so um, I will catch you guys next week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave a rating and a review down below. Really appreciate that. And until next week, don't forget to let your confidence shine. Ooh, I like that. <laughs>